1: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and
2: me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Can Dak Prescott deliver a huge win against the Eagles on Sunday night football? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys Podcast.
3: You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network. Your on. team every locked day.
0: On. Locked. 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 Locked, on. locked on Cowboys locked on. Cowboys.
2: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Right before we jumped on the show, I placed my very own DoorDash order to get my favorite local coffee uh just a couple minutes away here at Barista Roast. It should be here before the the show is over. So a big thank you to DoorDash for my coffee order today. Place your order today using promo code LOCK23 and stay tuned later in the episode to hear more from our friends at DoorDash. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Lana McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. On today's show, we are previewing, previewing the Sunday night football matchup between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Lane, let's start with this. Do you believe that Dak Prescott will and can deliver the Cowboys a big win uh, in Week 14 and easily their biggest game of the
0: season? No. Bye, guys. We'll have a good show. See you later. Uh, yes, absolutely. I mean, look, he has been playing at an MVP level. I, I think there's a lot of things to to, to feel positive about this game, and, and to be honest. I mean, he, the way Dak has been playing, the way this offense overall has been playing these last few weeks, the fact that Cowboys are on 10 days rest, uh, the fact that the Eagles, D, Eagles, you know, and defense obviously just played a very physical game against a tough San Francisco team. Um, so I, I think there is plenty of opportunity for the Cowboys to kind of put their best fo- foot forward here. They're playing their best football right now, especially, especially specifically Dak Prescott. Uh, I, you know, not only hope, I expect the uh, Dak to come in here and, and have a really big game against a, a huge opponent, in uh, what is obviously the biggest game of, of the year of the week, right? I mean, it yeah. seems like every week we've got one of these, but but this one really feels like it's about as consequential a game as the Cowboys are going to face in the regular season. this week. Yeah, let, let's talk about why this game matters so much for the Cowboys. Um,
2: if they were to win, they would be tied for first place in the NFC East going into the final, what? four games of the season. Mm -hmm. uh, They would still have a chance to be the number one seed. Now they would have to probably win out and they would need the Eagles to slip up elsewhere, but at least you give yourself a chance at that home field advantage throughout the playoffs. If you lose Lannon, all of a sudden we're going to have four pretty meaningless football games to the rest of the way. Uh, And and this is going to be the weird part about it is if the Cowboys were to lose this game, the division, for all intents and purposes, would be over. And the Cowboys basically have the five seed locked up. Yep. So now you just have to navigate these three games against playoff teams, the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Lions, when none of them probably matter, which is a really, really weird thing to do with four games still left in the year.
0: Yeah, and especially since those Bills and Dolphins games – really won't matter. I mean, you could say at least the really Lions won't game. Matter. No. Yeah. You could say the Lions game is at least an NFC opponent. Maybe something could happen along the way, but I mean, uh, suddenly those Miami uh, bills games become just on the road too. Like it's yeah. just, <laughs> that's
2: why it's such a big game because I, really I want those games to matter. And mm-hmm. there's a really good chance that they won't matter at all for Dallas. And they're going to mean everything to Miami. Who's still trying to win the division and be the number one seed. And for the bills who, who, Basically have to win out, right? They have to win out to make the playoffs. The Cowboys need to win this game just to give them some life going into the final month of the season. But back to Dak. Yeah. It feels like this is a, and I hate one game narratives because it's dumb, but this does feel like a huge game for how everybody perceives him. If he goes out there and plays an amazing game, puts up 35 points and the Cowboys win, it'd be hard pressed to see anybody winning the MVP over him. But if he goes out there and struggles and the Cowboys lose, and they only score 20 points, you're going to hear a lot of chatter about Dak only being able to beat 500 and below teams.
0: Yeah. And, you know, let's be, let's be very blunt here. Like, I, I think the last Rubicon that, that Dak has to pass in order to be the guy, like the man, right. Is, you know, if we're going to identify Dak's issues, Dak at times can get too overhyped, right? And what it does is it affects his footwork, his footwork gets sloppy, and then his throws get sloppy, and he starts pressing, and that's when he starts yeah. having issues. If Dak can come into this game avoiding that and just keeping his keeping within himself and realizing that he doesn't need to be Super Dak in order to no. win this game. He doesn't need to do that. He just needs to be him himself, right? Uh, I, I think that is going to be... Obviously, great for the Cowboys' chances to win that game, but to me, it's the most important thing that we're going to see in this game: is how does Dak react to this situation? Because if Dak has figured out a way to kind of, you know, get rid of that early game jitter stuff that he has had, and, and look, he did it in Tampa. Like in Tampa, like it, it, you didn't see that sort of Dak as much, right? And I think that there, I think he's shown that at times. He's found a way to kind of calm himself in these moments, Uh, but it it has been a problem in the past. And so that's something that, you know, is going to be an important part of this game, but I also think is, uh, I think, something that is the last kind of, you know, self-imposed weakness that Dak needs to overcome uh, in order to kind of take this game to the next level, his game to the next level, uh, and then put us in a spot where we can actually make a playoff run.
2: Yeah, because I could even see a scenario playing out where, the Cowboys lose, but Dak plays unbelievable in this game. And it actually gives you a lot of hope going into the playoffs, right? Like, hey, if if Dak's going to play at this level, they're going to be able to compete with anybody. Um, I I have a theory from one of my friends that I watch the Cowboys games with that I'm hesitant to even share about Dak, but I'm going to do it anyways. He he always judges Dak off of how sweaty he is like going into the (laughs) first play of the game. Because he said if Dak is like too amped up for this game, you see him like really, really sweating and it kind of messes him up to start the game. Like, he's just too amped up. And then the games where he's just nice, cool, calm, and collected is typically when he starts off hot. So not that that really matters, but just well,
0: a we've cool got observation. We've, we've got the icy whites going on this Sunday. <laughs> yeah. So maybe he'll stay nice and cool in it.
2: So. But it's, I think your point, like, what you want to see from Dak in this game is not somebody who's super amped up, but, like, a steadiness from him coming into this game. Like, hey, we know we're going to be able to put up points. Let's just go out there and do it.
0: Don't throw it high, don't don't throw it hot. Don't you know, press. Like, come in here, yep. don't press. You don't need to you don't, you don't need, need to. to against this defensive backfield. You have distinct it, the the best advantage on either side of this ball of the ball on this, in this game is the advantage that the Cowboys pass receivers have on this Eagles defense. Yes. They have they have the opportunity to take advantage of it. It's not going to take uh uh in, you know, an incredible play by Dak. He just needs to operate within himself in this offense. The Cowboys should be able to score points.
2: Yeah, I think this is one of those games where they don't need Dak to complete a bunch of, like, big-time throws, according to, like, PFF. What they just need to do is make the routine throw over and over and over again because there's gaps in this defense. There's players you can attack. The slot corner continues to be a big issue. The linebackers can't run sideline to sideline. If you just make the easy throws that you he can make, you know, routinely, they're going to move the ball up and down the field. Like, I have no doubt about it.
0: Yeah, and then I, I think the big thing that they need to do is finish with points because I feel like that was really the issue more than anything yes. against Philadelphia. They they I mean they they scored a lot, you know, twenty eight points or twenty five points I think it was uh, on the road. But obviously they're going to need to convert more of those into touchdowns. Uh, you know, the Eagles are going to find maybe they struggle to move the ball the way that the Cowboys do. But we know that if they get into the red zone, if they get opportunities, they're going to do whatever it takes to convert those. The Cowboys need to be just as efficient in the red zone in order to stay ahead. I really don't want to see like any field goal attempts, 45 yards and in
2: at all in this game. Like once you get across the 30 yard line, it's got to be like four down territory, almost regardless of what happens, because touchdowns are going to win this game. And
0: that's how the Eagles are going to play too. Yeah, Like the that's, you know, so, are you, you, you cannot play, you know, one handed if, if you're playing a team that's playing on playing all four downs nope. and you're only playing three downs. Like you, you got to match the Eagles uh, guts on this, right? And, and, and you, Cause you know, 24
2: points, them. isn't going to win this game for yeah. you. Like the goal no. should be, we've got to score 35 points to win this game. Let's make sure that we attack with that philosophy of, Hey, we're inside the 20 it's four down. Like let's just, right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about stopping Jalen Hurts in that Philadelphia Eagles offense and what the Cowboys can do better this time around next. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Did the game go to timeout? Time to order in with DoorDash. Is it halftime? That is ordering in time. Two-minute warning. You got your cue. That is your time to order in. Whenever the game clock stops, time to order with DoorDash. You can order pizza, wings, sodas, burgers, or even just buns on DoorDash and get it all delivered without missing the game. Uh, except if you can't order a Philly cheesesteak this week. I think DoorDash... Do not will, do you, it. You're not allowed to do that. It. Yeah. Not
0: allowed. Uh,
2: get prepared before game day. Stock up on your favorite appetizers and order all of your tailgate gear on DoorDash Then get ready to watch your team win. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app, and enter promo code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply. Again, that is 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply.
3: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. We wanted to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, Lane, let's talk about how the Cowboys can do a better job of stopping Jalen Hurts in this game. They gave up 28 points uh, in the last game, did not force a turnover. What do they need to do better this time around?
0: Well, first of all, fall on one of them three fumbles that, they, yes, that, that the help. Eagles have. I mean, the fact that the Eagles had three fumbles and the Cowboys were not able to get even one of them, was that's a little frustrating. Um, you know, I think that the the you know Nick Bosa caused a lot of stirs, uh, sir, yesterday on Twitter with with you know video of him kind of talking about how the blueprint for the Eagles is out there a little bit. And you know, I think that that's that's easy to say when you have the 49ers defense to, uh, behind you. but I, I do think that there is a certain amount of truth to the fact that you saw a little bit of of, well, not a little bit, you saw a lot of what the problems have been with the Philadelphia Eagles offense against san francisco and i don't think that that it's it's only just because they played san francisco you know when you keep jalen hurts in the pocket and you take away his first read or you take away the quick read uh it's he he struggles to kind of find alternate answers inside structure in the passing game and that's why he's desperate to try to escape out of the pocket change the angles create a scramble drill or squirt out the front through the b gap uh try Mm -hmm. to pick up some quick easy yards what the 49ers did was kind of mush rush him a little bit, right? Closing in on him slowly and then eventually getting sacks. Cowboys did a little bit of that too. I mean, I think you saw that with uh, that split sack that Dorrance Armstrong and and, mm-hmm. and Parsons had in the first game. Um, you know, I, I think that's going to be the key. And, and I, I talked about it a little bit with you know, some of y'all in, in the DMs about, I think the Cowboys should play some quarters off, uh, defense because I, I do think that keeping the eyes on the quarterback is going to be important, but you need to be able to defend both the run and pass on first and second down. The the Eagles are number like three or something in most runs on first down, but, but on second down, they basically treat it like third down. They try to get, you know, as close as they can so that they can quickly and easily convert very simple third downs or, get them in striking distance on third down so they can go for it on fourth down and convert, right? So the Cowboys need to make sure that they are defending both the run and the pass early on first and second down. And then on third down is really when you should be playing what would normally be your first down defense, right? as that that kind of knowing that it's going to be third and four or something, stopping the run, being on the lookout for for Hurts running the football, that sort of thing. They're They're not going to – they're not the same team that they were last year where – They're going to have Jalen hurts running a bunch of zone reads. He's not going to be running the football a ton. He's just, he's nicked up right now and it's, it's limiting his ability. And frankly, the the Eagles willingness to have him run the football a ton, right? So the Cowboys need to make sure that they're in the pass game, you know, kind of mush rushing, making sure he can't sneak out the front of the pocket, making sure that if he does escape out of the side of the pocket, it's to his left, not to his right. Uh, And then just, you know, playing with eyes on the quarterback. I think that's going to be a big thing here because, you know, just from what we've seen, if you could take away the first few reads in the, in the passing game, take away the timing of it. Jalen starts to get uncomfortable with what he's seeing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't quite have the the quickness that he did when he's, when he's healthy. Uh, and that little, you know, sh- you know dulling of that edge is enough for the Cowboys to be able to take advantage in certain situations.
2: Yeah and if you listen to our lot on crossover show with Gino Camilleri he talked about how this offense is pretty basic there's not a lot of mesh stuff there's not a lot of pre-snap motion it's pretty much go out there run your route and get open so what I what I don't want to see happen is Dan Quinn be too aggressive and you and I yeah. talked about this on yesterday sh- or excuse me on Wednesday show four man rushes five man rushes with you know one guy maybe standing at the line of scrimmage just to kind of be a spy so Hurts can't step up they got kind of gashed when they would run some of these stunts or where they would blitz and hurts could get rid of the ball and let A.J. Brown make plays after the catch. You've got to stay disciplined and make Philadelphia move the ball down the field in little gains, right? Make tackles, rally to the football. It's just so hard. It's going to be hard for Dan Quinn to not be aggressive because he just yeah. defaults to sending six and seven guys and using stunts at an absurd rate. I, I am curious to see. Do the Cowboys play it more straight up? And if they do, do the Eagles have an answer after kind of,
0: you know, not kind of, but definitely struggling with that last week against the 49ers? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, it's easy for all of us to kind of point to Hertz because what we saw was, you know, a uh, hurt standing in a very, very clean pocket for three plus seconds and then not yeah. being able to throw the football. But to me, I read that as a failure at the wide receiver position, right? Yes, guys just aren't getting open. I think AJ Brown hurt himself in this last game, and and didn't seem the same after that. I don't know if that I mean that that's recovered, if it was just a nick up. But I think that that caused problems with with a, a kind of just that little you know lack of athleticism, that little you know uh, uh, bruising. It, it it was enough that he couldn't uh, consistently separate the way he ha- he does when he's healthy. And without AJ Brown doing that, you, you didn't see the other folks in that wide receiver core, you know, finding a bunch of open room. You know, obviously, you did see, uh, you know, so, some of that working at times, yeah. but not on a consistent basis. And 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 maybe even if it was open at times, I think that that hurts is struggling to find those guys uh, when he's inside the pocket because he's you know he's not tall, yeah, he's not tall, and he's he's struggling to look over the line, and I yeah. think. Uh, so, I, I, you know, you look at the passing chart for where Hurts uh, threw the ball against the Cowboys last time, and I think he only made one pass in the middle of the field. Yeah. So uh, the Cowboys need to make sure that, that they can, you know, cover along the sideline, prevent the deep plays and keep it all in front of them. Uh, you know, Hurts really struggles in the pocket and in those kind of intermediate to short throws. I mean, not short throws, but intermediate level yeah, throws. Yeah. If you force him to make those throws to drive the the, the, the length of the field, uh, you know eventually he'll make a mistake. Another reason why the Cowboys might not want to be too aggressive in this game is that the Eagles
2: are known for their screen game. And with Jalen Hurts not really being able to run as much as we're used to him seeing, they've relied more on running back screens and tight end screens. And in the past, Dan Quinn's aggressiveness has and of got them hurt, right? Because you've got guys stunning, and all of a sudden you've got three offensive linemen out on the field that are being, you know, nobody's in their way. Play a more straight-up game, and I've, I've got a feeling that the Cowboys can have some success.
0: How many times did we see the Cowboys get into positive situations like third and 15s or third and 12s or third and 10s, really? And the Eagles ran a screen, game, a screen play, and suddenly now it's fourth and one, and, and now they're converting it. You yep. know, it's like yep. so. The Cowboys have to be wary of that. When you get yourself into a positive script, know that they're not necessarily they—they they won't attack that the way the Cowboys attack that. No, right? The Cowboys attack that by here's a 16-yard pass to, to to Ferguson for you know right at the. They stick. just want to get themselves in a position where they can go for it on fourth down or third. That's down, right. Right. So if you eliminate that opportunity, if you actually keep that screen to four yard gain as opposed to a 12 yard gain suddenly fourth and eight is a lot less palatable to yep. go for it than fourth and two or fourth and three yep. and then i think that's where you start seeing the eagles punt a little bit more all right let's make our
2: predictions for this huge nfc east matchup in week 14 we will get to that next this episode is brought to you by Prize picks price picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform In North America, it is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, all you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing DFS because I I love how many different players and how many different stat projections that you can choose from. I also love that prize picks offers a reboot policy where your entry will stay in play. Even if one of your players gets injured for football and basketball games. If you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return for the second, that player is rebooted. Prize picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Go to prizepickscom slash locked on NFL and use promo code locked on NFL for a first deposit match. Up to $100. Again, go to com slash LockedOnNFL and use promo code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100.
3: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. Every day is on Monday. show. Lane and I are going to be breaking down this Eagles-Cowboys game on Sunday Night Football. Hopefully, we'll be talking about a Cowboys win and having a nice victory Monday, but... Uh, before we do that, we got
0: to do some predictions, Landon. Who do you believe is going to win this game, and why? I'm taking the Cowboys. I mean, I, I felt pretty pretty good about this game all week, to be honest. Uh, and, and you know, I don't want to say overconfident, but it just things line up really well for the Cowboys. They're on longer rest. I, I think they're up for this game. They they definitely feel like they want the revenge. Uh, I, I think that the matchups are are favorable in the Cowboys situation, especially at home. I tend to think that there's going to be a lot of points scored. I just think that I, that, that I think the over/under is 51, and honestly, I I would bang the over on that because yeah. it feels like I, I we're going to be like a 35 to 31 type of game. Wow! So you got really close to my prediction. I actually have 35 to 28. I think. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I do think that there's going to be uh, the ball is going to be thrown all over the yard in in some ways. I just trust you know. I, it's like I, you and I were talking before the show, on 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 you know. With these kind of tough games where you have a tight opponent and, and they're equally talented, it's about where the margins are, right? Like where where is there the most margin? And I think that the biggest margin, the biggest area where, the, where one team has advantage over the other is, as I've mentioned, the Cowboys' pass catchers against the Eagles' uh, defensive backs. And I think that in a game where you're going to be scoring a bunch of points, I just trust the Cowboys' offense – against the Eagles defense more than I trust the Eagles uh, offense against the Cowboys defense. And I think ultimately what I really trust more than anything is I trust the Cowboys defense to be able to make the play at the end of the game to win this. I don't think I trust the Eagles defense necessarily to do that. They have playmakers on that side of the ball. Their defensive line is scary, but it's, it's concentrated all there. It's all, you know, they don't have any super, real super talent in the second level. They, They have some good, but not great talent in the defensive backfield. I think the Cowboys just have playmakers in the defense all over the spot. And, and when the team is going to need a big play, they'll be able to make it. So I, I'm picking Cowboys to win 35-28. I'll be honest. I don't have a great feel for this game other than I think we're going to get a lot of points scored, as you mentioned. Like
2: I, I, I could see the Cowboys struggling for stretches, but it just feels like they have so much talent on offense that they're going to find a way to be successful on that side of the ball. And for whatever reason, the Eagles do know how to score points against this Cowboys defense, whether it was, you know, the first matchup, you know, this year where they scored 28, whether it was last year with Gardner Minshew where they turned the ball over, was it three times and still scored mm-hmm. Was it 38, 39 points that they scored in that game? They scored a bunch of points in the first meeting of 2022. They're going to find ways to score the ball. It's just, can the Cowboys outscore them? I don't know, Landon. I, I for the sake of this podcast and what we've been doing week to week, I'll pick the Eagles to win. And I really, really hope I'm wrong. But like More than ever, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I, this is probably the most jacked up that I've been for a game in a long time. Yeah. I
0: mean, there's a lot on the line. And honestly, this is as good as I felt about a Cowboys team in a while, it feels like, you know, just as far yeah. as uh, both sides of the ball. So, uh, I'm excited to see exactly how this all plays out. And, and I, like I said, I'm feeling good about the Cowboys' chances here.
2: The other thing is, the Eagles fans are getting increasingly annoying. So I just really, oh, it would be really God. nice to have
0: a win to shut oh. them up for a couple of
1: weeks.
2: I, I,
0: right? I just want to point it out. I just tweeted something nice about a Cowboys player. I got three Eagles fans in my yeah, mentions God. and say, Yeah, but what about this? And I'm like, No one's yeah. talking to you, man. <laughs> like, we're just talking to our team. Yeah, yeah. It's I, just it's just to keep them quiet for another week. But honestly, they lost last week. So maybe if the Cowboys beat them, uh, maybe that only does the opposite. Who knows? I, I, it's, who knows? It's hard to predict what Eagles fans are going to do. All right, that is
2: it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Lopped on Cowboys your first listen every single day. Go check out our YouTube channel where we post videos every single day over there. We are free and available on all platforms. Go follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the game. We'll see you right back here on Monday.
3: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason,